officially live. And let me check my monitor. Today is November 22nd, 2020. Welcome to the new Atheist Experience with your host Kwame Remesu and Kwali Kush. And today we're talking about the historicity of Jesus and whether or not he was a historical figure or a myth. And this is a live call-in show, so if you want to call in and add any two cents, if you disagree, feel free to do so. So brother Kwame, what's going on with you, bro? Oh, nothing much, man. It's been it's been one hell of a week, man. You know, I'm over I'm up here in Texas, man, and we're dealing with a lot of stuff, dealing with the rappers being killed and stuff like that. And I see a lot of people, um, Christians out, you know, out in the you know, out with they with their posters and stuff like that, talking about Jesus, God is still good and stuff like that. Mind you, we just lost a few rappers in this um in within the month of, of uh this month and uh people are still saying god is good people are still saying that jesus will heal and all this other stuff but people don't a lot of people don't realize that you know there is nothing to be you know thankful for when somebody dies and it's sad that they would thank jesus and still call god good after people getting gunned down and their lives being taken but they god is still good and um you know they still think jesus is going to save them and stuff like that they're up there with jesus they're floating around on the cloud and so like that no matter how bad of a person they are they still went to heaven you know what i'm saying so i mean we got we got to put this shit to rest man because it's really turn it's really hurting the black community i don't know why people think that this is uh helping the black community but it's really weakening the system and i think that's why we do have a lot of black on black crime you know what i'm saying uh, stemming from religion because it's a superstitious belief you know and um you know it, it just i don't know i mean it's just, it's just been it's just really been a weird week man i mean i can i can be riding through dallas and seeing this shit rest in peace you up there with jesus i even had a i even seen a, a mo3 with a picture next to a white jesus i was like what the fuck <laughs> Like, man, I don't know, Quaylen, man. In my opinion, I think I think religion is the, the downfall of the black community. You know what I'm saying? Until we stop believing in things that don't exist, we can never do anything for ourselves. The black community, for one, religion is separating us because you got the, the so-called woke people. They, they want to go into the nation of Islam or into mm -hmm. some type of church. And then what, what that does is, is it, it it separates us because everybody don't don't follow that doctrine, you know. So until black people can put away those doctrines, we can't come together as as a as a people. Everybody else come together as a people, not not as a a, a religion. You know what I'm saying? Even even the Jews, a lot of people are Jewish by birth, not Jewish by religion. A lot of Jews are are atheists. They don't practice Judaism. They just claim uh, the race. But black people, they they haven't figured that part out yet. We still got a a religion that that's from our slave master you know what i'm saying so yeah, until we get rid of that we always gonna be in a, in a position of being oppressed and i don't know why people uh haven't woke up and smelled the coffee yet but that's the reason why we doing this show you know Deion sanders man uh you know he's a pastor but a lot of now he's questioning the validity of his uh, religion you know i seen like a little video where they had like a little thing and i don't mean to keep bringing up mo3 but the reason why i am bringing this up because i, I see a lot of people that still ain't like you said ain't woke up smell smell the coffee i'm like all this death and destruction especially within the black community we are the most religious people 
Mm-hmm. But yet we are the poorest people. We have the most most poverty. We have the baddest health. We have the highest crime rate. We have the, you know, teen pregnancies up. And, you know, yet we are the most religious people. We believe in this Jesus character is going to come save us. But why in the white, why is there no churches in the white community? Why is there only churches and liquor stores and gun stores in the black community? Because they know it's a detrimental, uh, it's a detrimental tool that's going to keep us oppressed. <laughs> why, you know, I just don't understand, you know. Well, and a lot of these rappers, they rap about they fear in God and stuff. Yeah, go ahead. I said the church is doing exactly what it's designed to do. You know, it's keeping it's keeping right. the black people exactly where they at. And where they've yep. been at for the last 2,000 yep. years. But let's talk about uh, this Jesus, man, because I, I had a, All right, then, yeah, we... that debate with a lot of a lot of people that, that almost want to find their way out of Christianity, but for some reason they, they still want to believe that Jesus was a real person or something. And I done done enough research to where I pretty much convinced myself that Jesus definitely was a myth. So I figure I'd just share this information with the people, man. First of all, I don't know, like even, even when I was a believer, I felt uncomfortable calling Jesus Jesus because I knew for a fact that if he was a real person, he didn't call himself that. So I don't know why Christians feel so comfortable to call Jesus Jesus. First of all, the letter J wasn't invented until the so what, 16th century. Like yeah. sometime in the 18th actually with Champollion yeah. it was Champollion coming in with the Rosetta Stone to my he translated uh the Rosetta Stone into you know that's where you get the uh, a lot of the the Greek and stuff like that from so yeah that's when Champollion came along and uh created the little J because he made a huh sound he made a ha you know he made a huh sound right. so not a just sound and then they, they say um Jesus' original name was Yahshua ben Yahweh, if, if that was a real person. But my whole thing is, even if, okay, if this Yahshua character existed, he didn't perform the miracles, he didn't get crucified, he wasn't resurrected, so therefore he's not the same person as the Jesus of the Bible. If Jesus was based off of this character, that's one thing, right. but that still makes Jesus a myth. Facts. Yeah, man, so... Uh, it's like It's like the movie Django. It's like the movie Django. You know, Django was basically based off the Buffalo Soldiers. One of the Buffalo Soldiers, I forgot his name, but Django is not a real person. But the guy that uh, that the guy that they're portraying is a real person. So that's what I'm saying. This Jesus character is being portrayed as a real person based off of an actual real person. When Jesus is just a character, so I try to. I even try to get Christians to look at it from that angle. You know, I said, look at Rosewood, another Buffalo Soldier. You know what I'm saying? Look at Django, Buffalo Soldier. You know what I'm saying? So Django's not real, but the Buffalo Soldiers were. You know what I'm saying? So they, they don't understand that concept. They still can't see it, man. Yeah, it's called, so, um, they got a word for it. It's called euhemerism. So basically, yeah. um, a long time ago, I think um, 3rd century BC, 2nd century BC, somewhere around there, this guy named Euhemerus would take uh, gods that were known to be myths like Zeus and Thor, Hercules, and then he would write biographies for them as if they were real historical people. And the later readers, uh, I guess some of them actually believed that they were real historical, but it's, it's a known fact that this guy, Euhemerus, was making this stuff up. So if it can be done to Zeus, it can be done to Jesus. And then you gotta look at the similarities in all of these guys. So we got two possibilities, either, either Jesus was, or three possibilities really. Either it's true, the Bible's true, and Jesus was real and the Son of God, or Jesus was based on a character who did exist but wasn't miraculous, 
or it was all just a crock, crock of shit and it's all bullshit. So these are the three possibilities. So what we got to do mm-hmm. is decipher which one of those is most likely versus least likely. So I argue that the least likely is the one that, you know, that everybody believed that Jesus was miraculous and he actually existed. Yeah, like I was arguing with my friend, you know, he always resorted to the Bible, but he never did. He never even gave me no historical facts outside of it. And see, that's the thing. We have an issue with Christians and Hebrews, like people that practice religion regardless. All their history and evidence is in the book. It's not outside. There is nothing outside of the book they're based Now, I was listening to Brother Garfield. There was a guy named Jesus Benadias that was uh, crucified by Pontius Pilate. You know what I'm saying? So you got Jesus, which is how you say Jesus' name in Spanish, Jesus. So he probably was based off of Jesus Benedias, and this was the guy that was calling himself a prophet and all this other stuff. And that was during the time of Pontius Pilate, but they even got, um, Josephus even got some stuff out. You know, even though we can't really trust his his information so uh, per se, but there's information out saying that uh, Jesus Benedias was claiming him as, claiming himself as a prophet, um, and Pontius Pilate never knew Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like like King Herod never had a slaughter of the innocents. Yeah, no, so King, so how so how we get this Jesus character when there was no such thing as a slaughter of the innocents? Even Josephus even said, even though he had issues with King Herod, now Josephus and King Herod was around the same time. You know what I'm saying? Because Josephus died in what 37 CE or something like that, a little after the Common Era. So you know, and and you know. Well, he didn't know Jesus, you know what I'm saying? So all this stuff was, uh, he was born after Jesus supposedly died, you know what I'm saying? So, But he knew, some, some, I don't know, but the thing is, there was no slaughter of the innocent. And Joseph was a real good record keeper, so he would have recorded that if it was true. So Yeah, a lot of people like to point to Josephus, but they don't realize that, first of all, Josephus wasn't a contemporary of Jesus. So even if he was writing about Jesus, he, he, mm-hmm. he didn't write about first-hand accounts. He was writing about stories that other people told about Jesus, because... He came some 30 years after Jesus, 40 years after Jesus. 37, supposedly, yeah. Uh, a living. And then the one the one uh, mention that he had that's actually a uh, fact, it says that a dude named James is the brother of our Lord Jesus. But what people don't realize is that during that time in the first century, brother of our Lord was basically what Christians called themselves. So all he's saying is, that this dude James was a Christian, not that he was technically mm-hmm. related to any uh, Jesus or anything. Right. So we don't we, we and, literally know, have no extra biblical evidence for the existence of Jesus. And matter of fact, the only evidence that we do have come from the Gospels. So what are the Gospels? We got four Gospels, right? But three of them mm-hmm. are revisions of Mark. So we really only got one Gospel. We got the Gospel of Mark. Which was written 20 years after uh, Paul started writing. So now we're talking about two, three generations after so-called life of Jesus. Then we have the the first writings about Jesus. That's not history. You know what I'm saying? And then we got we got to go by what we what we know for a fact. So we know the Sumerians had a dying and resurrecting God named Inanna, and the Romans had a, a dying and resurrecting God named Romulus. And the Egyptians had a dying and resurrecting God named Osiris. And then we got Zamoxilus and all these other guys that, that did Dionysus, the same thing. Dionysus, Mithra. Yeah, Mithra. All these guys that did the same thing that Jesus yeah. was claimed to do, but they predate Jesus by like 3,000 years. And nobody believes that right. these gods actually existed. 
So if Jesus actually existed, he would be an anomaly. You know, he would be a, a wild exception of, of a case because he fits right in with these other myths. Right. You know, he mainly fits in with Zoroaster. You know, what I'm saying as far I think as far as the look go, you know how, how Zoroaster looks. I think he fits in with it, and uh, and uh, the God of the Bible fits in with Zeus. You know what I'm saying? With the beard and, you know, and he's basically European, you know, and a lot of, a lot of black people's not even seeing the fact that because there's there's still a white Jesus in most churches that I visited even recently. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's still a picture of a white Jesus. And I'm just like, I have to walk back out because it's just like heartbreaking to see that shit. You know what I'm saying? You got a white Jesus above yeah. the preacher and they ever talking about our Lord and you'll point, you'll point and say, this is our savior. Not knowing that the your savior looks like your oppressor. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you know, I, I wish people so, would, would study the history, man. Because in in these times when these uh, savior guys was being created, it was a cultural thing. You know, every culture had their own savior god. The Egyptians had Osiris, the Romans had Romulus. But then somehow, thousands of years later, we don't got we're not worshiping a black savior god. You know why we don't have a god that represents our culture? We have a god that represents the culture of the people who enslaved our ancestors. That's yeah. ass backwards and crazy as hell. Yeah. But you know what they do, Kirk, because God don't see color, but <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the go-to line right there for them. I mean, that's what that's that's the that's the mind fuck though, because if, if your God don't see color, why everybody else God do? And why why your people, the people that's just getting their ass kicked all over the planet, talking about God yeah. don't see color. Yeah, you know, another thing I want to bring up when it talks about Asar, you know, saying Osiris or whatever, you know, he was the first God, you know, that's been proven that he was the first God of resurrection because, you know, the story that he was uh, favored by his sisters. And don't they sound kind of kind of um, that sound kind of strange because God was favored by uh, was it Abel. So if you look at the Cain and Abel story, it comes from the uh, Asar and Set story because uh, uh, I said, and Nephis favored Osiris, and Set got jealous. You know what I'm saying? So Set killed his brother. So that was the Cain and Abel story right there. And see, a lot of people don't even look at that either. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, yeah. Then of, it, it's been the same stories. Do uh, exist? They already existed. So we got the epic of Gilgamesh that had the creation story, the the flood story, mm -hmm. and this is this is not um new so like when you study the history it, it becomes evident that this is what they do it's, it's a common thing for them to go into other cultures take parts of the religion that already exists and blend it in with the religion that they have so that the the people that they're invading will accept the religion so we got like uh examples of this in real time because we've seen that happen during world war ii with the cargo cults when they were shipping uh, spam and all these all these uh, military supplies to these remote islands and they actually had people, anthropologists that were recording this during while it was happening. And when they were started recording it, all these these people were claiming to have like religions and, and I mean revelations and stuff. But thirty years later, all that revelation stuff went out the window, and, and the story became that some dude named John Fromm, who never existed, brought these these teachings. But we know for a fact that that didn't happen because we had people there recording what was happening at the time. So we got an example of this exact scenario happening in real time so there's no reason why it couldn't have happened 2000 years ago yeah and people people gotta look at it like this how you gonna die how you gonna die at the age of 33 but be dead in uh the year 30. yeah they don't they don't uh yeah, <laughs> you 33 when you died but you died in the year 30 you so you died just so you're 
or your lifespan was older than the century that you was in. Yeah, he was born before he was, he was born and, and before he was born. So don't BC me before Christ. Well, but how he how Jesus gonna be born in three BC? That don't make no sense. But that if you look it up, yeah. that's what they say. It's gonna say he was born in three BC. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Yeah, cause. They, and you know, I I, ask, I always ask Christians this, especially on Facebook, and I even asked my buddy that you know I was supposed to bring him to the show today. I said, "What?" Well, I said, "Was Jesus born in four BCE or in six CE?" Because you got the Book of Matthew, Matthew two say he was born around the time of King Herod, and we already know that that was false because King Herod didn't even know what Jesus. Uh, to even kill him or try to look for him to kill him. Then you got the census of Caesar Augustus, which is six CE. You know, what I'm saying which is ten years apart. So how are you gonna have two birthdays ten years apart? Exactly. But this is, this yeah, is the importance of, of doing the research yourself, you know what I'm saying? And actually studying and not just believing what the preacher man tell you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, and like I, like I said, like we talked about in our little pre-discussion, you know, it's really a big book of astrology. Um, I know I mentioned on the last show we was on about the sun dying and rising you know appear in the sky the the the, the astrological phenomenon is what they base their religions off of a lot of people every culture around the world looked at the sun as god and a lot of people don't know that so they based um in the constellation words the astronomical astronomical figures like scorpio and uh you know they created all these uh these constellations based off of their you know and their their beliefs in um I guess some kind of energy that like, okay, so I have, I heard a lot of conscious people talking about, oh, we're in retrograde. That's why a lot of black people are having this. So they believe in this astronomical phenomenon that's causing black people to have a bad time or something like that, or having had, it's a, it's a weird time because of it's in retrograde. Now, you know, it might, now we might be in a retrograde, but I doubt that that has anything to do with our demise or what, what's going on with us. But a lot of people strongly believed this back in the ancient times and they looked at the stars and stuff like that because they, they even created the calendar based off of the constellations and stuff like that. You know, that's how they got the stellar calendar in ancient Egypt, which is over 50,000 years old, which is the first calendar. So, you know, when you read the Bible, I'm going to give an example from the Bible, Luke 22, 10, where, it's, where um, and I'm paraphrasing for the, for the audience. Uh, I guess one of the disciples, no, I ain't going to say I guess, but one of the disciples asked Jesus, what shall we do when you're gone? When shall the next Passover be? And Jesus replied, said, you'll see a man going to the city. You'll see a man carrying a pitcher of water going to the next house. Now, when you look at the, now, when you look at the, um, the constellations, now the sun arises in Aquarius. So, but Jesus, what, what that verse in Luke was talking about was Aquarius, because when you look back at ancient time, there was no men carrying pitchers of water on their head. It was women. Mm -hmm. So who were they talking about? They weren't talking about a man actually carrying a pitcher of water. They were talking about Aquarius. They talking about the sun. The sun was saying, okay, he's going to die at 33. Now, when the sun go enters a new constellation every 2,600 years, because the earth wobbles on its axis every 26,000 years, called the procession of the equinox. Mm -hmm. So the sun is going to appear to rise on another constellation. And it's not because the sun moves, it's because the earth moves. You know what I'm saying? It's wobbling on its axis. So what, what, right now where we're in the solar system, we're seeing the sun rise in Aquarius. And when that, when the sun enters into a new age or a new constellation, uh, it enters the constellation at 33 degrees. That's why masonry has that number 33 is very important to astrology and the Bible. You know what I'm saying? 33 degrees. If you look at the court system, the, uh, the podium is 33 inches above you. You know what I'm saying? So everything is dealing with 33. 
You know what I'm saying? That's why Jesus died at 33. You know what I'm saying? Rose the third day. Why is he's number three, 12, seven? You know what I'm saying? It's a bunch of numerology in the Bible people don't even actually see because in Psalms 84, 11, it states, for the Lord God is a S-U-N, a son. You know what I'm saying? With healing in his wings. In some translations, the Bible said with healing in his rays. And I don't see how people looking over that. You know, you go to school on Sunday, you go to sunrise service, you go to Sunday school. Why is everything right surrounding the sun? Is God the sun? Jesus, you know, Jesus is the sun personified. They they just don't realize. Yeah, that. Jesus. Yeah. So just like exactly. the, re the same reason why Christmas is on the twenty fifth because of, you know uh, the winter solstice starts on the twenty first and then when the sun appears to stop, and then three days later on the twenty fourth it it begin on twenty fourth it begins to move again. So it it's like the sun dies for three days, stops moving, then it starts to move again. And if the Bible don't say nothing about Jesus being born um, on December 25th, but we know that this happens to the sun and during the winter solstice, and we also know that people were worshiping the sun and celebrating this holiday for thousands of years before Christianity, clearly Jesus is a representation of the sun. And he also says that he's a bright morning star and the sun is considered a star and it comes up in the morning. So, you know, I even, man, no matter, it's no matter how much I stress this to my mom, my media family. Now, my baby sister, I think she might wake up. I think she's getting a little hang of like, hmm, this starting to make sense because she's still in college. And most uh, people at, their, at the 20s, they, 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 they start, they, a lot of people are lacking beliefs in it, but it's, it's still people our age that's still stuck on it, stuck on stupid and ride on silly. So, but yeah, the the whole Christianity thing is based off of astrology. It is a book of astrology. If you look at the Bible, if um for people out there that don't know, I uh, challenge you to Google Helios Biblica. Just put in Helios Biblica, and it will talk about the whole. It will say it's the Holy Bible. It means the sun, Greek sun records. It's the Greek sun book. That's what the Bible. Is, that's what the Bible is. You know, instead of the Bible saying in the beginning, it should say once upon a time. That's in my opinion. That's what it should have started out saying once upon a time. <laughs> I'm saying instead of in the beginning, <laughs> it would have been, it would have been more so, obvious that it was a fable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so because like in another scripture, I want to bring up, and I know Christian probably, oh, why are you using the Bible? Why are you using the Bible? I get that all the time. Well, I'm trying to, you know, I'll be like, well, I'm trying to help you see the Bible for what it is, and not for what you think it is. So if you read Galatians, what is Galatians chapter four, twenty two through twenty five, it talks about the Bible being an allegory, and hey, how's the how you gonna still believe the Bible is true when when it when it's written in the Bible that the Bible is an allegory? It does. It says it says plainly and clearly that this is allegory and then it tells you that allegory. we wrote it because we want you to believe it it says that right there in the bible <laughs> but people yeah, they, exactly. they, like, they never read that uh verse in, in church and they just like if you read it yourself for some for some reason people just glance right over yeah see those are the bible and you know in the next show i know this is probably uh you know uh a little too early to talk about but i want to talk about verses that you know the topic i want to talk about versus that the preacher will not tell you in church so i want to do that on the next show i want to kind of like save a little bit you know what i'm saying and not give it get too much out on this show but you know that's that's the next topic i want to see if we can talk about doing and hopefully we can bring some christians on yeah that's a good topic we could definitely uh do that one yeah. next time yeah so back to um back to the sun back to the book of uh, the bible being helios biblical it, it the ancient times the 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 greeks um they had a sun god called Helios. You know what I'm saying? It was before any other deity that they created because the sun was the first thing that they see. And, you know, like Pegasus, Zeus, uh, Hercules, those are all constellations. A lot of people don't understand because 
um, Pegasus was who was that? Who was that great god that wrote Pegasus? I don't want to say Kratos because that comes from the God of War, but Kratos in the God of War did ride a a, a, a horse bird called Pegasus, and that's a constellation. You know what I'm saying? Hey, and you know the Hubble Space Telescope is actually focusing on that constellation because what is it like? Um, it's like a water world out there or something like that. They got a sun. Uh, it's a it's a and there's also a planet that orbits the star at like. 20,000 miles from the star and it's called uh Osiris. You don't know if you've seen that. It's a, it's a, it's a called it's, yeah, it's called Osiris. In that in that constellation they actually saw a planet, a Jupiter-sized planet in the Pegasus constellation that's circling the star and is making the star wobble. It's called Osiris. So I'm like, why are these planets being named after deities? Why are the constellations being named after deities? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Sagittarius is the archer. Um, if you read Revelations uh, one seven, and during the time of during the time of um, of supposed Jesus, he got pierced in his side. So, in, in November, they looked at the sun, and Sagittarius points his arrow at the sun, piercing him in his side. See what I'm saying? So I, I know people probably missed it. I think it's supposed to be today, or tomorrow, or yesterday. I think it's the twenty first. So if you look, so if you're really a stargazer and you see the sun rise, you'll see Sagittarius next to the sun piercing him in his side. So Sagittarius was was uh, from what I from what I studied and from what I've learned from um, Dr. Eshar Kwesi, Ray Higgins and stuff. They talk about Sagittarius being the one that pierced the sun in his side. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, if you got one of those, uh, you can download this uh, Google Earth and you'll see where all the constellations are and you'll see where the sun is, too. I think that's an easier way to uh, actually, you know, uh, show my proof. You know, what I'm saying that I'm I'm not lying to you. But every autumn or fall or, or um, autumn uh, autumn equinox, the sun gets pierced in its side by Sagittarius, not yeah. by these Romans and nothing like that. <laughs> it builds by Sagittarius. Yeah, the, the so. Earth is the only planet in our solar system that's not named after a, a god. Mars is the name of a war god. Mm -hmm. Pluto, Jupiter, Saturn, Venus, these are all names of ancient gods that um, the ancients, like you said, they they used to worship things in the sky. So they, they saw these planets behaving differently than the stars. So they would move in different ways. So they looked at them as uh, their equivalent to, to what they thought were gods and they gave them names. And we just kind of kept that trend going. So I think that's kind of why they naming the uh, planets that they discover after gods some of them they don't bother to do that they just give them like a number mm -hmm. kepler 187b and all that stuff but most of them are named yeah. after, after uh gods and i think it's just uh, out of tradition right. at this point but in the, in the, back in the day it was because they thought that these things had some type of special power because they were moving differently than all the stars and then they felt like something was being it was like disturbing the energy of the earth or something like that or disturbing because you know our body's 70 percent water so the moon actually tugs on our bodies you know like they say when it's a full moon everybody's fighting and a lot of people don't understand that um the moon represents a goddess you know what i'm saying the sun is the god and the moon represents a goddess who was that uh i said i think moon she the moon goddess or something like that uh asar and i said yeah, so I think, oh, no, it's Ra. Actually, the sun god Ra, and then the moon is a goddess or something like this. So a lot of people, you know, that's why uh, when you look at the uh, Muslim, um, when you look at the Muslim flag or the Muslim uh, logo, it's a moon and a star. So you got Aset and Ra, you know what I'm saying? Because I said at the time of the story, I said, asked, asked for the help of Ra to find her husband. You know, all the 14 pieces, you know what I'm saying? And that number 14 is very... Um, 
is very important too. You know what I'm saying? It's in the Bible. How many um how many kids did uh Job have? Like fourteen, fourteen kids and his wife made fifteen, and that's when uh the uh Lucifer uh caused a big storm to kill all fourteen of his kids, including his wife. You know what I'm saying? That that number. Why why did, it's 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 and it's always dealing with calves, the golden calf and all this stuff and the celebration of a uh, mm-hmm. set and stuff like it just a lot of people's not really looking at this stuff from a broad perspective, you know. Why they got the golden calf and uh the book of Exodus and Moses had to go kill everybody. You know what I'm saying? You know, West Exodus thirty two. See see what I'm saying? So it's it's I don't know, Quayle. I just don't know how we can actually break this down because it's like their minds locked, tidally locked. I mean, I, I guess religion, we just, we just you know what I'm saying. That. What I try to do is I try to lead people down the path that I went down because I figure if I went down a certain path and I got convinced mm-hmm. and I, I was a Christian, I was believing, and I found my way out of it. I just try mm-hmm. to start people, meet them where they at, and lead them down the same path that I went down. And maybe they'll come to the same conclusion that I came to. Mm-hmm. So the first. The first uh, red flag for me with Christianity was that I was black and Jesus was white. And that just kind of seemed weird to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, how was how Jesus white? And we know, okay, this story took place in, in the northern Africa, middle eastern area where there were no white people. But this blue-eyed, straight-haired white man is supposed to be Jesus. So that that's what got me initially started researching. And then once I started researching... I realized that the Bible wasn't wasn't a, a one of a kind piece of work. That it was other books that predated the Bible that mirrored the Bible like almost identically. So uh, if, if we got the the uh, tales about Osiris and they talking about this dude three thousand BC, but everything in Osiris's life looked almost identical to what they say about Jesus. Obviously, these ain't, these ain't uh, the same two two different people that just live the same life. That's 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 impossible. So yeah. somebody's copying. It's, it's like, story. yeah, and it's like I break it down like this. You got we got to remember remember the Simpsons in in uh, the early the late eighties early nineties, right? Right. So the Simpsons lasted for a pretty good while. You know what I'm saying? They still come on now, but I think it's just a lot of old episodes. Then you got 1997. What what show what show came out? Came out that's that mirrors the Simpsons family guy. Right. You got a big fat daddy. Homer Simpson was fat. His name is Homer. You got Peter. You know what I'm saying? You got a wife named Lois. Then you got Marge. Then you got a baby. And you got you got us two sons and a daughter. But in this one, you got two in uh, the Simpsons, you got two daughters and a son. So they mirroring each other mm-hmm. in a way. But except Oh, except the Simpsons, they had two daughters and a son, and then in Family Guy, they got two sons and a daughter, but they still got a baby. You know what I'm saying? The exactly. baby was, you know, uh, Lisa was the smart one. So I guess Lisa was supposed to be Meg and Stewie. You know what I'm saying? Bart supposed to be uh, Stewie and uh, I don't know. It's weird, but when you look at when you look at those shows, they kind of they mimic each other. They mirror each other. Right. They just told a different way. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's the same thing that they do with uh with the Bible. So back to uh the Euhemerus. You know what I'm saying? Euhemerus was a Greek writer, historical. Uh, he was a a hit, a sort of a historian, but he he wrote fiction. So he made up shit about Zeus and Hercules and stuff, and wrote it as if it was true, and taught it as if it was true. But they referred to it as sacred scripture, the same way they do the Bible now. They refer to it as sacred scripture. But Euhemerus was writing in about 300 uh, BC. So certain religious uh, groups teach these as the truth. And then uh, we got people that teach religion, uh, a, a, a professor named Kurt Noll, 
he proposes that this was done in order to um, easily control the doctrine. So, and nobody in the future can uh, come because back then people used to claim they have revelations. So they say, I got, I got a message from Jesus or he came to me in a dream. And what happened was the same way Paul did. He said, oh, I got a revelation from Jesus and he, he changed his mind about some stuff. And they didn't want that to keep happening. So basically Paul said that he, he has his uh, connection to Jesus through these people that actually met Jesus, these disciples. So if you have a revelation, it's not worth the same as my revelation because my mind's coming from people who actually met Jesus. The problem is Paul didn't, didn't meet anybody who knew Jesus. You know, it was a whole lifetime separating them, 50 years. So the lifespan back then, the life expectancy of anybody who made it to adulthood was 48. So if, if Jesus died in the year 30 and you writing about him in the year 70, that's almost a whole generation, a whole lifespan that that went by without nobody writing about him so paul was an outsider and he comes on talking about he got a revelation from jesus and claiming that he had this historical connection because other people met jesus and nobody after that could have it so why would they do that because there were more than one sect of christianity and some of those sects of christianity didn't preach that jesus was a historical person and i'm talking about in the first century so we in the first century and you got competing doctrines and some of them are saying that jesus didn't exist then clearly it's it's, it's up for debate back then so it's, it's, it's it um it takes away from credence that jesus was historical and not to mention the fact that he's already being mirrored by the sun and all these other ancient gods and stuff so it's just not looking good for the historicity of jesus no it's not it's not um yeah, then you've got the early church with Martin Luther and stuff like that. Then you got the Council of Nicaea, you know what I'm saying, really making this shit a fairy tale. Uh I don't know if you read the Nicene Creed, um, uh, and uh it's a long it's not it's I think it's like a long one page doctrine, but one of the priests said that the way they uh canonized the Bible was they all put the books on a table and whoever, uh, whatever books landed on the floor get burnt away and the ones that stayed on top of the table gets uh, put in the canon of the Bible. And I say, what? <laughs> you know, so, you know, then, you know, and a lot, you know, back to the, back to Paul, a lot of his writing was like, you know, uh, 65 CE, you know what I'm saying? You got the uh, book of you got the uh, book of Matthew that was like seventy eighty CE. Revelations is actually the youngest revelation, and um, you know there is a uh, correlation with Apollo in Revelations. You know what I'm saying the Greek god Apollo, where God wrestling sea monsters and all this other stuff. So you got all these writings that that came later after this historical supposedly historical Jesus and stuff like that. So where are they getting this secondhand information from? They're, they're not getting the secondhand information because so what? So they making it up. They're making it up. Yeah, they have to make it up because nobody was there actually writing the shit down. What was the who had pen and paper during the time of Jesus? Nobody. Because you got to look at it like this, papyrus. Uh, pe yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's actually. Uh, Anybody had a pen? And they they actually covered up a lot of that stuff too. You know what I'm saying? I think they did it be because they want to only have one version of christianity looked like it was always being taught but they don't know they don't want you to know that it was all these competing versions of christianity and a lot of them were very very different like um the the follow of alexandria for example he wrote that he wrote about a, a jesus before paul and his jesus was an archangel that never 
came to earth and they got crucified by Satan on the moon. But then you got Paul writing about him the same way, except he says that the crucifixion happened on earth. But this guy followed up Alexander wrote, wrote it first, and he wrote of Jesus as not a, a real person, but just an a angel, like a spirit, and that never came to earth. And you got the exact same the exact same story uh, being told about Osiris. So you had some people teaching that Osiris wasn't a real figure, and he never came to earth. But then you had later on people saying, okay, he was a real figure. So the exact same thing that happened to Osiris mm -hmm. 2,000 years later happened to Jesus. And then you got... Uh, yeah, you know... Oh, ahead, I want to, I want to, cut y'all, but I want, I want to elaborate on that Osiris story, Osiris story. Osiris was basically, you know, what I'm saying when you actually break Osiris down, he was the god of resurrection. And what happens during the spring? Everything resurrects, right? Mm -hmm. So that's where you get in the, uh, that's where you get the whole Easter story, uh, because during the spring, everything dies. A lot of people don't realize when you have the autumn equinox. When you're in the autumn equinox of the, of the when you're on the zodiac, you're in the autumn equinox. So we're still in autumn. We're not in winter yet because winter solstice don't start to December 21st, so we're still in the autumn. Right. Everything dying, the leaves die, and all this other stuff. Everything is green. Why do you think uh, Asar was depicted as a, uh, a green figure? Because he represents the foliage. He represents the foliage being dead. You know what I'm saying? And then he he um, he gets he dies through the whole winter because everything turns white. So white represents death and purity. So then come around the spring equinox. Everything start to resurrect. The sun is getting brighter. The earth, everything is starting to wake up again. So that's basically the whole death and resurrection story. So that's why they have the whole death and resurrection story around Easter, which is the goddess O Esther or Istar. You know, saying she was a fertility goddess and the bunny rabbits. That's when that's when they start yeah. seeing the animals come out of hibernation. That's what that's all about. Go I'm ahead, glad go you ahead, brought that up, man. I, uh, I'm gonna tell you a story, bro. I was uh, I, used, I ain't gonna uh, name the company because fuck them. That's why. But I used to work for this bullshit ass <laughs> retail. <laughs> I used to work for this bullshit ass retail place, right? And um, I was working the register one day, and it, it was uh, it just happened to be Easter, and I don't celebrate the shit, so I'm going to work to get that time and a half. So I was at work. This lady come in there, and she like, uh, "Happy Easter." I was like, "No, thank you. I don't celebrate it." And she was like, "Well, happy Passover." And I was like, "Nah." And then uh, she was like, "She she got like." The look on her face, she was terrified. Just because I told her I didn't celebrate Easter or Passover, she was so scared. She tried to leave out the store, but she walked the wrong way. <laughs> and she walked, she walked deeper back into the store, and she's like, That's oh, crazy. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know what to do. She turned around, ran out. I'm like, What the hell wrong with this lady? Like, I'm believing in the fairy tale lady. But yeah, man, you're right. Uh, it's all about it's all about spring. So people worshiping easter and christmas not knowing that these are pagan belief systems so you really worshiping the turn of the season so the goddess of fertility that's why you got the easter bunny because rabbits are what very fertile so what the hell did the easter bunny got to do with jesus nothing but he got a bunny got a lot to do with fertility and then people don't know that back in the day the easter egg hunt used to be a, a they used to have women get naked and they used to throw paint on them and have them run into yeah. the woods and they would go and hunt them and have sex with them. That's what that's what it was. It was, it was a rape holiday. To yeah, me, it's, it's, it's a, a rape holiday. It's really, a rape <laughs> culture that you you letting your kids participate in symbolically, not knowing what the hell you're doing. Exactly, and you know I can't. I got a four year old daughter. You know what I'm saying, and uh, I told my ex wife no, I did not want her celebrating no Hollis Eve. Um, I tried to even break it down the story. She's not listening. She's still she's still on good ship jesus i said i don't even want them celebrating um easter because it's a pagan rape culture holiday 
but they not listen. They want the Easter egg basket, you know what I'm saying? They want all the, I'm like, man, it's commercialized too, you know what I'm saying? So that's why if people want to do it because it's commercialized, you know what I'm saying? And they pass this shit off as true, and that's the sad part about it, this fairy tale belief system. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand that Passover is when the sun passes over. I mean, come on, it's very self-explanatory, Passover. <laughs> I don't need to explain more, but it's Passover. It's just taken as it get, man. And, and when you when you actually get to the to the uh, science behind it, and you you compare Christianity to <laughs> pagan religions, you see the the resemblance. You go, oh damn, this ain't nothing but sun worship. That's all Christianity is, man. Sun worship personified and embellished upon. Because then uh, I want I want to go back. I want to uh, rewind real quick. Um, Emperor Constantine. Wasn't it called uh, the reason why the worship of the sun was on the on the, on the seventh day it was called all emperor's day but then that's when constantine said no we're going to call it sunday worship so that the whole sunday worship was was emperor constantine instead of calling it all emperor's day he just said you know uh we're just going to call it uh we're going to call it the worship of god on sunday because the seventh day he worshiped he um he sat and he rested you know what i'm saying so and that's another thing i said why god needs rest I mean, God did all this work for six days, so that means what's the concept of having a break at work then? If we got to work six days straight with no break, <laughs> you know, kick my feet up and just take a break for a minute. But you know, you know, this little side joke. But yeah, yeah. But yeah man, they, they don't understand. Like when it comes to Easter Sunday, that's why I say Easter Sunday. And have you noticed? I know you noticed this, but a lot of Christians ain't noticed this. Why does Jesus's death? Is on different days of the year, but the the his birth was the same day of the year. Because it ain't got nothing to do. That with should it, be man. a red flag right there. Yeah, it should that should be, be a red, red flag. flag. Okay. Yeah. But people don't. They don't think got, like that. They not. They not trying to think yeah. like that. They just want to believe. Mm. For those out there, uh, for for those Christians, uh, Hebrew Israelites that listen to this story, look at the calendar and tell me and call in and ask us why does Jesus's death and resurrection is in different days of year every year i remember one year it was in march it was like march 30th yeah how you gonna die in different it's like march 30th <laughs> yeah you're not celebrating, you're for real. celebrating the, the turn of the season man it's just spring equal not exactly that's what they call it exactly so it should have really been uh, uh april 21st because that's when the equinoxes happened but it happened uh, but his death and resurrection happened before the equinox so i mean it would make more sense if they had his death on um they basically celebrated his death on the 21st because the 21st is mid there's the mid month anyway mid uh you know but like i said christians don't understand that they i'd like mom i Celebrate Easter on March 30th, Mama. Y'all celebrating Easter on uh, April 8th, Mama. Why y'all celebrate Easter on April 10th? <laughs> every year is, I mean, every other year is different. I said, Mama, have you thought about this? Like, Jesus got four different death dates. Like, how you gonna die in four different days every day? How you gonna die each day of the week? Like, you know, two different months. Yo, you died last month. Now you dying this month. On this day. That day. <laughs> what day did he die? When, when did he actually die? Let's celebrate. The pick a day. And we're going to celebrate. If he died on April 4th, then we're going to celebrate on April 4th every year. But as a, as a believer, you should be fighting for that. And I don't understand how, how you can claim to believe in this in this stuff and you claim that, you, that you're that celebrating the death of Jesus, but you're going to do it on a different day every year. It's, hey, it's, if you got, you got a calendar with you, you got a calendar, you think you can look up a calendar reform? Because I don't want to, like, if I, if, I, uh, if I go... Yeah, I can, uh, I can bring it up. Off this live, I mean, if I go look at... Yeah, yeah, bring it up because it'll, it'll end my live, so... 
But yeah, man, see see what uh, see when they celebrate Easter this year because what it is they try to keep it on a Sunday. Why is it? Why are they trying to keep it on a Sunday? That should be another. Uh, that should be another light bulb going off in your head. So it's gonna be on. They April try to 4th. keep it on Sunday. In twenty twenty one, I thought he died April tenth. <laughs> I thought it was the tenth. What the fuck? Last year it was what? And last year, let me see. <laughs> last year it was April twelfth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Christians! This don't ring. This don't. This don't. The light bulb should have went off in your head right about now. You know, on Please call it to the show. April twenty first. On the equinox. That's crazy, man. <clears throat> so let's let's get let's get to the facts though. Okay? No light for a fact. All right, let's go. Let's we go. got Paul writing uh, the epistles, but <laughs> we know for a fact that uh, only seven of the epistles are considered to actually uh, be from Paul. The rest of them are forgeries, and that's from uh, Christian historians who said that these only seven of them are authentic, mm -hmm. and the rest of them are forgeries. And not only that, but they were mm -hmm. written in the fifties of the first century. So. They're not contemporary with the life of Jesus. And these epistles only speak of Jesus as a celestial being and revealing gospel, not as a, a true person. So the earliest writings about Jesus don't talk about him as a historical figure. And then we got the gospels, which were written decades later, and they weren't written as history, but they were also written as fiction. And the subsequent uh, historicity of Jesus is based entirely on those gospels. So everything that people try to say jesus did is based on the gospels but when they wrote the gospels they weren't writing them as a uh, fact they were writing them as fiction and then we know like i said before we only really got one gospel because uh matthew luke and john were all revisions of mark so mark is the only true uh gospel that we have and it came 20 years after paul and it's the oldest too yeah so it's the oldest gospel in the new testament yeah go ahead i'm sorry so uh, technically, we only got the one gospel in these in these revisions. So uh, to recap, the only evidence we have for Jesus is the Gospel of Mark, which appears to be entirely fictional. And all the evidence we got from the first two generations of Christianity's development was conveniently destroyed. So most likely because the earliest versions didn't depict Jesus as a real person. And they were trying to change that doctrine and to make Jesus a real person. Uh, like they did with Osiris and Romulus and Zalmoxis and Adonis uh, centuries before. Mm -hmm. And then we got the uh, second century writings that uh, reflect the unknown first century. They, we don't know if they, because they because they destroyed these writings, we don't know if the second century writings accurately reflect what these Christians were believing because they destroyed them. So the first writings we have are that of uh, Paul and Mark. And we have no idea how accurate they were to what the earlier Christians were believing because they destroyed what the earlier Christians were believing. But we do know for a fact that there were a lot of different versions of these Gospels, including six different versions of the Book of Acts. But all of them didn't make it into the final version of the Bible. You know, it took centuries and centuries for them to cultivate this book into the a final version. And we're still getting different versions of it. So Exactly. You got 52 versions of it, yo. We got modern versions. You got 52 of them. <clears throat> we already talked about the uh, the other guys, but let me just recap for the people. And uh, the phone number on the screen, y'all, y'all can call it in if y'all disagree, if you agree, whatever you want to add your two cents, call it in. So we had Osiris, who was an Egyptian god, and he was believed to have victory over death, which he shared with his followers through baptism. Sound familiar? 
And Osiris predates Christianity by over 3,000 years. So to mm -hmm. believe that Christianity didn't borrow this aspect from, from Osiris is, is retarded. So then we got Adonis, who is a resurrected god from, from Syria. Then we got Romulus, who died and resurrected. But he was a Roman god, but he also uh, had a, a suffrage or a passion. They used to call it a pantheon, and they used to act it out in Rome as a play every year. So just like uh, we got the Passion of Christ movie, they used to do that as a play for this guy, Romulus. And then we got Zalmoxis, who was uh, significant because every Greek writer knew about Zalmoxis. And what did the gospel, what were the gospels originally written in? Greek. So whoever wrote Mark, which wasn't Mark, because it's the gospel according to Mark, and you can't write a gospel according to your damn self, you'd have just said, by Mark. Yeah, exactly. So whoever wrote Mark, wrote it in Greek, and we know, so back then, if you were writing, you had to be pretty much uh, very educated. Everybody wasn't literate. Everybody wasn't didn't know how to read and write. The only people who knew how to read and write were people that went to college, pretty much, or the equivalent of college back then. And if you were Greek going to college, you had to learn about Zalmoxis because it was in the curriculum. It's like going to school today and not knowing algebra. You can't do it. You got to learn algebra if you want to go to geometry, you know? So they, obviously, the person who wrote Mark knew about this person Zalmoxis. And Zalmoxis is is a splitting image of, of Jesus. So he uh he, he goes back uh, to the sixth century BC, years before Christianity. Then we got Anana, which is the oldest Sumerian goddess, and ironically she was female. So the first dying and resurrecting god we got was a female, but she was said to be the daughter of God. And uh, this is significant because she was actually crucified and nailed up and resurrected three days later. So we got all these parallels from all these uh, other gods that we know for a fact weren't real. So if Jesus was real, that's why I said it, it would make him an anomaly. You know what I'm saying? It would make him uh, it's so far fetched that he would he would fit all these parallels with all these fake people and be real because none of these people were real. So then we had uh, the Persians that had Mithra, and the Egyptians had Osiris, the Romans had Romulus, the Sumerians had Inanna. All of these guys have shared characteristics. They offer eternal happiness after death. They were claimed to be either the son or daughter of God, but never claimed to be the God himself, always the child of God. They all experienced some sort of pantheon or suffrage, and they all um, overcome death, and they pass that gift on to whoever uh, follows them. And they all have stories about them that uh, were told to be taking place on earth, although none of them were actually real. So Jesus fits into that category perfectly. So he would be an extreme anomaly if he actually existed. So this, this suggests that Jesus was made up just like all of these other guys. And then we got Second uh, Peter 2.16 that states that, for we did not follow cleverly devised stories when we told you about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in power, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. The problem is, um, religious scholars refer to Second Peter as a forgery. So it wasn't actually written by Peter. It was written later on by somebody else claiming to be Peter, obviously trying to uh, to add some um, to back up this, this doctrine of Christianity. So this proves that there were some sects of Christianity that taught that Jesus was a myth, because you had people forging these books like Second Peter that were arguing against them, saying, "No, nah, he's not a myth." So why would they write that unless there was people saying that he was a myth? And we're talking about first and second century. You had people arguing that Jesus was a myth. 
at the same time the gospels were being written you had the writings of the ascension of isaiah which a lot of christians they don't they don't read so they don't know about the ascension of isaiah but it basically tells the uh story of, of jesus getting crucified in outer space by by satan so for for those uh stories to predate what we know as the story of jesus and we know about uh the ancient gods that jesus mirrors it is it, not like i said it's not looking good for jesus historicity it's looking like he was a myth yep. and we got the writings of paul we got uh paul wrote uh allegedly wrote galatians corinthians first corinthians and in these writings he never mentions jesus preaching he never mentions jesus having a ministry he never mentions jesus having disciples so according to paul jesus only communicated through scriptures and revelation so even paul never claimed to actually have met jesus in the flesh he only said that he met jesus after death which is crazy so he never mentions jesus working on any miracles being a healer or teaching or, or anything he never he never even mentions that uh, anything about apostles Exactly, because how you gonna meet somebody after? And how you gonna how you gonna live to tell somebody that you met somebody after you died? Exactly. <laughs> that just that just like the uh, book of X, uh, book of uh, what's that? Uh, uh, Deuteronomy. Where um, was it? Deuteronomy, where Moses wrote, wrote his own death off. He made his own obituary. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Deuteronomy thirty-four, five, and six. Yeah, same thing. Kind of sound like the same thing. Shit. Uh, Paul was probably crazy, man. Yeah, but don't it, don't it look though? It looked like um the same humorization that that I mentioned earlier. That's what Jesus mm -hmm. looked like. It looked like um a myth that they tried to make historical, and then not only that, but we know that they covered up they we covered up a lot of uh stuff that they didn't want people to know. So they just got rid of a lot of books like out of the Canaan and stuff. So Paul is the closest writer we got mm -hmm. to the lifetime of Jesus. Yet he never mentioned jesus meeting anybody at all until after his death which is weird if jesus was an actual figure because if you look at the birth of paul paul was born damn near um 100 years after jesus supposedly lived yeah I so mean, I, how the know, hell you at the earliest, you never at the earliest he could have been writing that's why I, I i give them the benefit of the doubt and i give them the earliest date that that we could find which is 70 uh ce in the, in the first century it might have been, you know, late much later than that, but it, it definitely wasn't before that. So I go ahead and give it to him. We are gonna say he wrote it in seventy C.E. That's still forty years after the death of Jesus. So you telling me you you uh you had a, a encounter with this dead man forty years after he died, and nobody before you wrote about him. No, Christians say he's still alive though. You know, Jesus is a living God, so they say he's still alive. So I'm like, where is he at? But you know that was just a little side note, you know, joke with. You know, yeah. So yeah. Oh, it's another thing I want to mention. I know, I know. Um, you know, you you brought the historicity up. I want to uh, bring in some more astrology. You know, after that, mm -hmm. um, I gotta ask some Christians because uh, I can't I can't see the chat, but you can. Um, this you got you got to look at it like this. At the time that these writings were wrote, it was at the time of Pisces. Now, Pisces is what two fish. Now, how many how many fish did Jesus use to feed the multitude? Two fish. Why is Jesus the symbol? Why is the fish the symbol for Jesus? Now, the light bulb should be going off in your head for those Christians that's in the um, 
that's in the chat or whatever. Uh -huh. Jesus represents the fish with the cross. You got five loaves of bread. So Pisces is in Pisces is from March to April 21st. Count five months later, you got Virgo. You know what I'm saying? You got Virgo. So Virgo's the virgin and Vir Virgo holds up the wheat, the, the, uh, the wheat, right? So the house of bread, Virgo's talking about the house of bread, you know, so Virgo goes from April, not April, excuse me, um, August 23rd to September 21st or something like that. So we're getting close to the autumn equinox. So like they say, a lot of people don't even understand how they, how they even play, you know what I'm saying? Jesus represents Jesus. The symbol for Jesus is the fish. Light bulb should go off. Two fish. Pisces is two fish. Jesus fed two people with two fish, five loaves of bread. Come on, man. You know, that's another thing I want to bring up. <clears throat> yeah, man. Because at the time of these writings, it was it was the time of Pisces. Pisces last Pisces lasts for two thousand years. How long Christianity been around? Two thousand years. Now we're in the age of Aquarius. See what I'm saying? So Paul, so all these writings, the first century CE for when Christianity kind of got started, that was the beginning of Pisces. They had, they had exited the uh, age of Taurus, which was around, which was the Old Testament, like Moses and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my little, you know. Y'all can y'all can actually research this yourself. You know, I wish I had my laptop. I can actually show you on my laptop, but you know. So what you got for me? Yeah. Calling in. I thought they were gonna call in. They be running. They be scared, man. Y'all, they love to comment. And, and stay in the comments, but then when I tell them to call in and get on the show, they don't want to call in. Yeah. Oh, we had we had one uh, trying to call in, saying they want to call in. Nah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Did you uh did you yeah. did, did you read the comment that was left on the last episode? Uh, no, I gotta go check that out. I'm gonna check that out. What what would it say though? Let me see. If I'm, I'm gonna go look it up, but you know what did it? Let me see if I can bring it up for you. But uh, it was some some dude man talking. I can't even remember what he said. Let me see. Seven two five two 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 eleven seventy nine is the number if you want to call in and add the two cents. If you want to help this show reach more people, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, share it, all that. Yeah, we gonna go live every Sunday, man. Y'all come check us out, man. It's time. It's time for our people to wake up, man. It's time for our people to wake up. You know, um, all on Facebook. God is good, and all this other stuff. Jesus is gonna come back and say, you know, how many people died waiting on Jesus? I think people that died that believe in Jesus need to have that on their tombstone, and they die died waiting for Jesus. I seen that. I seen that in the meal. I'm a, uh, and I'm also, I seen a meme that says, uh, "Go ahead." I'm gonna read you what the comment with bro wrote, and then I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna. I already responded to him, but I just want to mm -hmm. get your uh, like, see what what you would say to him. Cause I actually um, shout mm -hmm. out to to let me see his name, Bernard Gunting. Shout out to Bernard because at least he he brought he tried. You know, he came with with some facts. It was I I could understand what he was arguing, I, even though I disagree with him. He ain't just a lot of people come and they just sound like haters. They just want to say, oh, you wrong, you wrong, you wrong. But they don't have no facts. So at least this Bernard dude came with some facts. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate that. But basically what he said was, uh, it's pretty long. Let me try to read it quick. We exist inside a box mm -hmm. we cannot get out of. The box is the universe. 
it is governed by natural laws so what we do we investigate what's inside the box slash universe by employing the scientific methodology which is grounded upon the laws of nature and what facts do we come up with fact number one the universe consists of space time and matter and therefore is by definition natural not supernatural i.e nature not supernature fact number two nature by definition cannot violate the laws of nature fact number three nature therefore cannot be eternally old slash uncaused why because for nature to be uncaused violates cause and effect a law of nature to believe that nature can violate laws of nature is absurd fact number four therefore nature itself began per cause and effect and must have a cause which must logically be not nature why because to believe that nature began and was caused by nature is absurd science proves that nature space-time and matter began and must have a cause which must not which is not nature so it's spaceless timeless and immaterial which we call god god the creator of our space-time universe logically exists outside of his own creation i.e outside of space which makes him spaceless and time which makes him timeless being timeless god never began and so he has no creator why because to believe that a timeless god began in time is absurd and that's that's the end of it what you think about that um just like he was like he tried to he, i think he was trying to argue that the kalam cosmetology um kalam um kalam i don't know man uh it's cosmology yeah i can yeah, tongue twister, yeah. That's what it sounded like to me. He was trying to revamp the Kalam, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. But, um, so it's a big you know, argument from ignorance. Yeah. From Kalam cosmological. Yeah, arguments. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. He's trying, he trying to debunk the uh, Kalam. But what I would say to him, I said, okay, so what material, if God is immaterial, then how can how can an immaterial being materialize a physical universe? Yep, that is a great question. If, that's if what God I would say. God is outside of the universe, how can he do anything in the universe? You think God answering prayers and having miracles and all this but he's supposed mm -hmm. to be outside the universe yeah because an immaterial being some somehow can materialize a physical universe what the guy used to create the universe how can god create a, a physical universe if he's not physical you know what i'm saying there was no home depot i know i said in my last in the last show there was no home depot around or whatever you know <laughs> for him to get to go get some materials and shit no loads and nothing but how, how the fuck this guy can do anything inside of something he cannot, you know, materialize. I mean, he must. I mean, only only explanation they gonna have to say is magic. That's it. That's all they gotta say is magic. Yeah, man, or, or some type of logical fallacy. So, yeah. you like me yeah, that, that, that whole that whole breakdown of his own version of the Kalam mm -hmm. is a is a is a it's basically straw man and and uh, argument from ignorance. Yeah. So that's where he lost me at, um, was, was on his third fact. So the first fact, he said that the universe consists of space, time, and matter. Okay, I agree with that. So the universe is natural and not supernatural. I agree with that. Then he says, fact number two, nature by definition cannot violate the, the laws of nature. And I, 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 can, I can go ahead and concede that for the sake of argument. But fact number three, that's where yeah, I can say that doesn't make sense. He said, uh, nature, therefore, cannot be eternally old and uncaused. Why? Because for nature to be uncaused violates cause and effect, a law of nature, and to believe that nature can violate laws of nature is absurd. So, so he actually kind of debunked his own God God theory when he said that nature is not it's only natural but not supernatural, but it can be created by a supernatural being. 
Yeah, so that's uh, that's where he lost me. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm so like, now, huh? Now he's using another a super nature. Because <laughs> he he creating <laughs> special circumstances for the for the God. So nature, the universe can't mm-hmm. cause itself, but this God can. And I'm I ain't got no evidence for this God, but I'm just gonna imbue him with these characteristics that he can do what I say he can do, even though we don't got no example of it, no evidence of it. Yeah. No testable evidence, uh, and you know um, they want to say, well, when you basically disagree with their 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 evidence of God, they say, well, you can't see. There's a lot of things that's real that you can't see, like you can't see the air. But I'm like, dang, why y'all always go to this air shit? You know what I'm saying? You can damn measure the air, you can breathe it. You know what I'm saying? It's testable. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? But you can't test God. You know what I'm saying? You can demonstrate that, and they think because, it. yeah. My bad. Go ahead, bro. I was gonna say you you can demonstrate these things. I, I I get upset when they when they try to say that too. Like uh, they try to make it seem like or you believe in things that you can't see, but seeing stuff done is not the only factor that we go by to determine if something exists. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of stuff I can't see. I can't see heat, but I can feel heat. You know, so if there's another way I can demonstrate that this thing exists, I don't have to see it. But you can't demonstrate that you're you see the way at all. Let alone yeah, seeing him. We can't demonstrate that he exists. You can't measure this motherfucker. You can't prove that he's there or that he's a he. You know, it, it just, uh, it all rever- it all always leads back to some type of special pleading or logical fallacy or some argument from ignorance. Yeah. And, and that's exactly yep, what and it is. You know, given the facts mean. that, and the, given the facts that Jesus is an astrological character, what we just presented, you know, the little presentation, I'm still waiting on the Christian to call in to debunk to debunk the uh information that we basically presented you know so i mean because yeah, they I'm always too, you know because like i said i'm not too confident that they i don't think they too eager to call in man because when you got when you got people that's dealing with facts christians don't want to deal with facts man they, they want they want to deal with belief because I'm, I'm gonna get i'm gonna get yeah. christians off they uh script so quick they ain't they ain't gonna have no argument what I told what I told bro is that if God was spaceless, timeless, and immaterial, that's equivalent to being non-existent. You don't have no space, you don't have no time, you don't have no material. How can I tell something that's spaceless and timeless and timeless and immaterial from something that don't exist at all? They seem identical. You know? So you just basically said that God don't exist by saying he's spaceless and timeless and immaterial. And that he that he's not the creator. He or she is not the creator. Yeah. Yep, man. This is this is actually fun, man. We just I know we're just getting started up, man. But we're gonna get a lot better. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna we're gonna uh, bring in a lot of people. I've been trying to bring Christians on. They say yeah, but then when you you even hit old boy up and he ain't responded because they don't they don't want they don't want you to destroy their beliefs because they're afraid of them losing their beliefs. It's like. Like like Jeremiah Kumar said, he said uh, Christians think that the that they that by them losing their religion is that they fall off a ninety story building when the fall is only two inches. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I like that. I like that uh, that sentiment that he used. The fall is not ninety stories; it's only two inches. All you gotta do is step off the curve. That's it. Christianity is the curve. It's not ninety feet up. It's only two inches up. Yeah, man. We gotta wake these people up, man. We got to. Yeah, man, because like I said, you know, it goes all the way back. You know, I know we was on, uh, you know, Jesus is not a historical figure, you know what I'm saying? Given the information that we preside, I mean, we presented, um, 
But like let's say the state of the black community, man, it's never gonna get better. We're gonna always be pent against each other. And that was used to divide and conquer because even black folks, you got different denominations. You got I know in, in North Dallas on a Delia and um Skillman, you got the uh Greater New Hope Baptist Church and then next door you got the seven day events and then when you when they uh lead a church on Sunday. I don't see them going across each other, shaking each other hand. Hey, Dorothy, Miss Dorothy, how you doing, girl? Oh, yeah, I know you're a seven-day event, but I still love you. You know, they, they get out they get out at the same time. They all get in each other's cars, hugging. They, they, it's like it's like a gang to me, man. This yeah, Christian, these different sex it's like a gang, click. You know what I'm saying? And then when you cross over conquer. to seven-day... So what? I said it's divide and conquer. Yep. And you got the and, and Hebrew it, Israelites. They do a lot of stuff for Hebrew Israelites, but they don't look at <laughs> black people as they people. You know what I'm saying? So like, uh, I was watching Reggie Mabry uh, debate a Hebrew Israelite, and he he opened the he opened the, the debate by saying black power, and then you see the other side go black power. He said black power, the other side go black power, and he like notice that this side of the room didn't say nothing, but they all black. You know what I'm saying? And that's the fucking mm -hmm. problem, dog. Mm -hmm. They call themselves black Hebrew Israelites. That's black right. Hebrew Israelites. You black first though. That's, that's just ridiculous. So everybody else got a got a nation, but except us. Everybody in this, this uh, African American trying to belong to some type of clique, some type of religion, some gang, instead of just realizing that we are we are an exceptional case in this world. We we African Americans, a lot of us don't know what country our ancestors came from, so we we American. I, I argue that we more American than the white motherfuckers because our ancestors built this shit, so we got more right to this land than they. Yeah, they built it and they was already here. So like exactly. until we come together and start exactly. being a people together and put all this belief stuff behind us, mm -hmm. black people ain't never gonna get nowhere, man. And we're gonna keep getting the same shit that we've been getting because of this religion. Yeah. Sun worship. This sun worship. And I ain't saying nothing wrong with sun worship because our ancestors did it. You know what I'm saying? They did it as a way to teach us science. You know what I'm saying? It was it and you know, I, I get this I get this I get this backlash about Horace and Set. Horace supposedly, you know, had rape set or something like that. I said, Well, I don't believe that Horace and Set or were real, but they were principles of nature. You know what I'm saying? Horace and said they had they always had a few. Horace was the sun god, you know, was the sky god, and, and you know Scott Sky he was another sub sun god. And he always defeated Set in the morning and Set defeats him in the evening. So this whole Horace and Set came between his butt and shit. That's that Hebrews that's that Greek shit. That was Greek. That whole coming between his buttocks and stuff. That's not ancient. That's not ancient that. canon. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I ain't never even heard they of it. They saying that yeah, they they reading the um they reading Wallace's Budge's uh book uh the Per M Haru, the Book of the Dead. Yeah, Wallace Budge translations and shit. I'm like, wait a minute. So y'all want to talk shit? Y'all want to use the white man's information to go against your ancestors, but not realizing that you also using the, using the white man's information as your history book going against your ancestors. So it's a double whammy on y'all motherfuckers' mind, man, for real. Because really nobody really trusts Wallace Budge had a lot of things correct, but he missed a lot of pronunciations were bad. Like he didn't have the right pronunciations. But I don't even think Wallace Budge even put that Horace had sex with his uncle and his uncle came, did a hot dog move on him and came between his butt and shit. I'm like, where y'all getting this from? <laughs> I'm like, what? I don't know, bro. I never, yeah, I man. literally, I, this is the first time I ever heard of that. <laughs> yeah. Watch, uh, it's the, not Ice Cream, but uh, it was uh, Kimmin on Trial. Yeah, watch Kimmin on trial. The first, the first round. That's when uh brother Hashar and um who was Hashar with? 
because I know Tazaria, he was he's with ISUPK, then Hashar is with the damn what kind of Hebrews them them niggas? I just call them a lost tribe. Of, um, oh no, I'm not familiar. Hebrew Israelites. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was Hashar, and then they was they was talking about that shit on Kimmon on trial. Actually, I'm a, um I'm gonna find that clip where they talking about a uh, horse and set and had sex and uh, set did a hot dog move and come between his butt and shit like them like. Yeah, that's crazy. And that, that's that's what they all yeah they always go through that. They, I mean, I debated some on IMO. I had some Hebrews man that was uh debating. Oh, I forgot to, I forgot to bring this Jeremiah Judah. That's what I want. That's what I want on this. I, I, yeah, I'm gonna get Jeremiah Judah. I forgot I had his number. I ain't called that nigga in a while, but yeah. Yeah, hit him up. You know who Jeremiah Judah is, right? Yeah, yeah. See if he'll come. Yeah. Out. Yeah, I forgot I had that nigga number. I said, damn, that's what I should call. I know Jeremiah Drew because, you know, but he's scared of Sarnetta, though. <laughs> <laughs> he'll get on there, but then he'll be like, oh, Sarnetta, I got to go, man. I got to go to sleep. I got to go to work in the morning. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Yeah. And he said, that, and he said that he said that on a Saturday, but he had to go to work in the morning, but you ain't going to be working on a Sunday. Okay. That makes perfect <laughs> sense. Because, <laughs> you know, Sarnetta ran that uh, uh, interrogation on a on Saturday, and it's funny that Jeremiah Judah got on there. He said, man, I got to go to work in the morning on a Sunday. Yep. I know, forget it, man. I was like, yep, you don't even bleed in your own damn book. Because yep. if you don't go to work, that damn boss going to fire your ass. And you ain't going to be able to feed your, uh, your kids and your wives. Yeah. I forgot I had that nigga number. Yeah, Edward Moore made a good point. He said they think the comedic concepts of nature are actually people. And that's true. Like a lot of that stuff, um, that, that comedic <sighs> teaching, even if some of it was a little sexualized, it was it was uh, allegorical. So back back then, first of all, they didn't look at the sex the way we look at sex. It's the same way today. Um, women cover up their breasts in America, but in in certain countries in Africa, they don't, and they don't sexualize. It's, it means it's nothing to them. The men don't get all riled up when they see a woman's titties because it's just normal. So back in the day, they had these concepts that were we would look at them and, and sexualize them, but they didn't look at it like that. It was just a story that was meant to convey a message. Like over years, these people think that they, they, they actual people, like they think Moses was a real person, you know, they think Jesus was a real person, and these were all just, just stories. They don't realize yeah, that. Yeah, just, yeah, just story. Hey, man, I wish I was a little bit more prepared, man, because I would have broke down the calendar, the uh, Gregorian calendar with the Zodiac and stuff like that. You know, I mean, I can, I, I was just basically giving people bits and pieces, but like I said, the next, by next Sunday, man, I'm going to be well prepared. I'm going to also... um put some flyers up, you know what I'm saying, for, you know, once I'm out of Facebook jail, I got to watch my mouth. Can't call nobody a coon no more. Facebook, <laughs> <laughs> I got to watch my mouth on that. Gotta watch Floyd, my pipe it, it, it's so frustrating. I'm like, nigga, you 48 years old and you still think that shit is true? Like, damn, man. Yeah, man. But yeah, it, man, so I'm going to create a compass like, call. When I heard Ricky Smiley got down say that he was questioning the Bible, I was like, oh, okay, it's it's a, it's a chance these people can wake up. Because I know Ricky Smiley, one of the most church-going motherfuckers, like, publicly out there. So for him to come out publicly and say, you know, I'm not too sure about the Bible, that's a big deal. You know what I mean? And Deion Sanders, you know, Deion Sanders, yeah. uh, I'm going to send you that clip, man. Deion Sanders questioning religion now. He like, he like, man, he said, we've been doing all this praying to God and stuff like that, and nothing's being changed. So he didn't come out per se, but I read between the lines. When Deion Sanders, a pastor, says that we praying to God and all this stuff still going on and nothing's changed, what are we going to do? He didn't want to say then. He didn't want to say what I what, – uh, he had to watch what he had to say because he's still a pastor. Mm -hmm. 
But he basically slipped out on him. He slipped out on Deion Sanders, and he was like, all oh, this praying to God and nothing's being changed. And with his, uh, his follow-up was, what are we going to do? Like, where's God at? Or I'm um, thinking that this shit might not be real. You know what I'm saying? So that's I know what's going through Deion Sanders' mind now. You know? A lot of, ain't no way. That's why I don't have a lot so, of respect yeah. for preachers, because ain't no way you can study this stuff and not know that, that it's not real unless you, you got a real cognitive uh, bias, you know, and everybody got them, but you're supposed to work to yeah. to dispel your cognitive biases, but I don't know what it, what's going on in these preachers' minds. I do know that they're making hella money, so, you know, if they if they give good money, the chances of them, you know, saying telling the truth is slim because this their livelihood and they're and they eating good. But, yeah. like, uh, I, just, I can't respect nobody who, who basically that's worse than a drug dealer to me because you poisoning people's minds. They, they 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 eating this stuff and thinking that it's true, and you preaching to them from a position of authority. Like uh, anytime exactly. somebody, if you try to go out and you say something against the pastor, they gonna look at you crazy because this dude a pastor. But what if this motherfucker is a rapist, an asshole? Just because he a pastor don't mean he can't be be all of that. That's why I put out the videos that I put out to show people that these pastors are some of the worst people on the planet. They they criminals just like everybody else, and they the yeah. same people that's preaching the Bible to you. And, they still and I don't church. mean to bring that up because you know my daughter when she was four, her her step her um her grandfather well he was a step grandfather he wasn't her biological grandfather, but he molested my daughter, you know in East yeah. Texas man and um he's a he was a minister. The only thing yeah he's a preacher. Actually I'm uh, I'm actually I'm gonna send you the link. Damn. I'm gonna send you the link. Uh, yeah, uh, Texas County man, Texas County Texas man. I'm sorry to hear that happen to your daughter, man, but damn, but I mean, I don't put that nothing to so, these preachers. They, they're the scum of the earth to me, man. They, they do some of the worst shit. Some of the worst Exactly. Shit. And it's sad that my baby mama, you know, still believe in Jesus. After I, she was she was molested by him. She was molested by him when she, from the time she was three up until she was 15 to where she was able to fight back. You know, so she, she told me all about it. And the reason why we broke up is because she had a lot of hatred towards him and she took it out on me and i was the one taking care of her you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. but it is what it is man but she don't got over it and you know i guess she just needs to get that out but you know i just hope it don't affect my daughter man because my daughter seem okay but you know i guess once they get older that's when they start understanding life and shit yeah. they start like questioning a lot of stuff and I think my daughter probably gonna be asking why i mean she was four years old so i don't know at four i don't know if you're old enough to remember certain things but some stuff, you know, yeah. some stuff will stick with you, man. Four, she'll probably remember that, man. But you just, uh, you know what I'm saying? You just have to pick a brain when she get old enough to communicate better and, you know, make sure that she all right. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, um, I'm, I'm supposed to get them next weekend, man, and uh, y'all will probably see them on the show. You know, they probably be running around the house like they normally do. But, yeah, man, um, yeah, she nine now, but she's doing pretty good. She's doing good in school and stuff like that, and I'm proud of her on that. Now, my daughter, I think she's going to be an atheist, man, because she always asking me questions. Well, she like, good. I remember she asked me, she said, did God create the earth, daddy? Because in science says that the earth was created by the sun. <laughs> and I said, I'm glad you told me that instead of telling your mama that, because your mom probably would have whooped you, man. She's smart as Because, yes, my my. Yeah, she said, science said the earth was created by a secretion disc from the sun. I'm like, secretion disc? I said, where you know this stuff is? Like, These kids are getting smarter and smarter, man. Hell yeah, man. She said, but, yeah, she said the church said God created the earth, but science says that the sun created the earth. <laughs> I said, keep reading. I just told my daughter, keep reading, baby. Keep reading. Daddy proud of you. Yeah, man, you know, I, was, I, so, I don't think my son would get out of Christianity. She was an atheist, and I was like, uh... Like when when like how old is your daughter? She she like fourteen or whatever. 
and she was uh, having a hard time, like uh, at school or whatever, because she was going through these these uh, questions in her head about God and all this stuff, and she was getting picked on at school. So uh, I was just just telling her, like, look, you smart as hell. If you fourteen and you calling yourself an atheist, I ain't I ain't even start asking these questions that you asking until I was grown. So you know what I'm saying? Oh, this, this your daughter, you right? Now, not my daughter. This is a daughter of a girl I was talking to at the time. I ain't got no kids. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm stepdad oh, okay. of the year, though. Yeah, <laughs> smart man. Hey, man, <laughs> if you ever have kids, do not sign that birth certificate without talking to me first, man. I'm telling you, man. I deal with law. I deal. I deal with law. Do not sign the birth certificate. It's not because you're not you're not claiming your kids, but man, that's how they get you with child support. So, I mean, I'm not saying you know, I'm not I'm not advocating nobody take care of their children, but that's how they try to link you to that contract. So. That he done got the DNA test for to prove that it wasn't his, but he signed the birth certificate and he stuck with the child support. Yeah, contract. Yeah, he contracted. Yeah, but see, I you know I stopped my child support before it came. I said I'm taking care of my kid. But see, like I said, you know I I do pro legal work and I was able to challenge their jurisdiction and they didn't even bother me no more. They said, okay, this is this this one of the brothers we're not gonna fuck with. Cause he know his shit, he know his rights. So I take care of my kids. And child support is not monetary. You know what I'm saying? It's supposed to be like you spending time and talk to your kids, kind of like how you did with your step, well, your former stepdaughter, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. But yeah, man, enough about that. So, man, who's gonna call into the show? Who's the first victim? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, man. We've been on here for an hour twenty. I don't think nobody gonna call in, man. We might have to just uh, wrap it up and get back on next All right. week. So you got anything you, you want to close out with, man? Any any links, your your cash out, anything that you want to uh, let the people know? Oh, okay. Well, you know, um, well, people, I'm just saying, man. I hope hopefully uh, this was a good learning, you know, tool that y'all can that y'all, you know, got today or some get for good information, man. You know, don't take our word for it. Go research it yourself. Um, you know, bring your bring your Christian friends. Like you know, just like every Sunday, go get some popcorn. Put on your if y'all got a smart TV, put us on put us on your smart TV, man. You know, have your Christian friends over, man. Go back, go wake people, these people up, man. Maybe I feel like this: if we all wake up as black people, I guarantee the gun violence will stop. It won't be no beefing, won't be none of that. Because the reason why it's beefing because we don't have knowledge of stuff. We don't have knowledge of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know, rest in peace, Mo3. Rest in peace, King Von. Uh, you know, all the rappers that lost their lives this month, man. You know, rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? But we need to come together and just really just have knowledge of self. Because before I had not, when I was a Christian, I was game banging. You know what I'm saying? But I always feel like, well, if I get killed in a drive-by or whatever, I'm going to be with my Lord. That's really a dangerous way to live mm-hmm. because you act like you got another life after this. One. Yes. And that's not true. So that's why these rappers, even Mo3, um, don't mean to bring his brother up, but it's just, it's just a recent thing that happened in this area in Dallas. But Mo3, in 2017, he did a um, he did a video called True Story, but it was him dying. It was actually him on a gurney and stuff like that. And him praying to the Lord, he's in the church, and it's, he's around a casket, rapping and stuff like that. But see, that's dangerous. Why would you... Why would you even want to, why would, he's 28 years old, why would you want to predict your own death? Because you think that you're going to go somewhere else after you die, but it's all darkness. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing, ain't nothing there. Ain't nothing there. You know? So we just need to just come together next Sunday. Uh, we're going to talk about Bible verses that your pastor won't t- t- uh, tell you. Uh, I think I'm uh, emphasize on that. Uh, Coily, I'm going to 
Um, I'm going to basically do a list and I'm going to uh, send you the list over and see if you approve. And that's what we're going to go with if, if you if you decide to. So please bring your family members that's stuck in Christianity. Just just invite them over. Hey, we're going to have nachos, popcorn or something. Just get them there. Just get them there. I know I sound, I'm sounding like a preacher. I know because, you know, I preach it. Yeah, bring them all. Them they can come, you know. But this is more beneficial to your awakening, to your mental health than Christianity. I'm telling you, man, when you when you're stuck in Christianity, you got superstitious belief. You don't want to walk around. You don't want to split the pole. You don't want to basically sweep your feet with the broom. That's how Christianity got you thinking. Because if you sweep your feet, you're not going to get married. You sweep your feet, you think you're going to go to jail. It's all superstitious belief. We need to basically wake up and get the fuck out of it. So, yeah. So bring your family, man, next weekend. And um, we'll, we'll put on a good show. Because this is something that I think that this will be, this will give them a light will come on in the head, so to speak. So I'm going to talk about Bible verses your pastor won't tell you, won't, won't teach in church. So, all right, Quayley, I'm done. Uh, what you I got? Couldn't say it, I couldn't say it better myself, man. I appreciate you for coming through. And like you said, man, we're going to be on here every Sunday. Mm -hmm. So make sure you check in. And it's going to be uh, streamed live on YouTube. We also got the audio version. Anywhere you get podcasts, you can listen to this in your car, listen to it uh, in the bed before you go to sleep. And um, we also got a website, coilycush.com, where we got other shows that you can come and get all of our shows in one place. And as always, I do a free audio book every day. So if you into books, but you ain't got time to read and you just want to listen to some books, go to coilycush.com. You can also get those free audio books every day. Don't miss out on that. So um, if you like this content, support us, share this video, share all of our content, and that'll help us reach a broader audience. And we'll see you back next Sunday. Peace out.